And then I get mad because I'm like, why are you being so mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? The whole point is to keep score. I'm like, I don't want to be competitive. I want to like have fun. Let's see how many times we can get it back and forth. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Marriage Talk Podcast. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we are once again thankful that you have joined with us. This week, we are going to be talking about deposits, uh, making deposits. Yeah, investments in, investments in, our in our relationship. And then next week, we're going to take the other side of it and talk about withdrawals. Yeah. But before we jump into our topic this week, you're going to be headed out on a little bit of a spiritual retreat, a little bit of a getaway solo. Yeah, I am. Tonight. Yes. I will be home alone with the kids <laughs> and making sure they get to where they need to get to, which is thankfully I'm very confident in my ability yes, to be yes. able to do this. You will be just fine. I hope so, yeah. What are you <laughs> what are you looking forward to in, in your time away? Yeah, you know what? Um normally I, I love learning and so I love reading books. I love listening to podcasts and things like that. But this spiritual retreat, I'm going to not do any of that. The only book I'm bringing is my Bible and my journal. Okay. And I really just want to get rid of any distractions, any noise and yep. really just be in God's presence and listen for his voice and just spend time in prayer and worship without any of the other voices. Some some voices, right, are good, the books and podcasts and things that we listen to. Your husband's voice. Right. That's probably good. <laughs> it is. But this time I just want to spend an evening and a day just with the Lord. And so I am really looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Now, this is like our first time really trying to do something like this. It is, yeah. We've never, and I'm going to do one next week. Yep. You're going to stay home and I'll be away and I'm going to do the same thing, which for me, like I'm looking forward to, I'm a pretty loud person, both in my head and outside <laughs> of my head. Uh, I'm usually pretty noisy. My presence yeah. is well known when yes. I'm around. So I'm excited to just... You bring excitement to life. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, that's the word we'll use. Yeah, I bring excitement around here but I am looking forward to just that quiet time of hitting pause and just really connecting with nature I love being outside so I'm really looking forward to an opportunity to just sit uh, to, to pray to read through God's word to journal and so I'll be doing that next week and so yeah. we'll see how this how this goes this is a new kind of a spiritual practice that we're introducing into our lives yeah yeah and we're really fortunate we happen to have a family member who has a cabin and so we we're are. able to go and, and use it for a day, which is awesome. And we're so grateful for that. We are very grateful for this opportunity. So maybe we'll give a little update next week on how, how yours went. Yeah. Because then I'll be leaving for mine. And, and so our listeners can kind of hear how that goes. Uh, we're not sure. Maybe maybe our listeners already do this in their life and, and they find joy out of it and find spiritual. Uh, this is a spiritual practice they already have in their life. For us, this is new. But yep. we are excited to see where this goes. We are. Yeah. So today we are going to be jumping into the topic of deposits. Uh, there, there's lots of different ways to talk about this. There's people that have written books on this. You've got the love tank. You've got the gas tank. You've got the <laughs> uh, other, maybe the love tank. The love. What did I say? You said gas tank. Gas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. The the love tank. Yes. That would be better than the gas tank. But you know, it'd be like a fuel, like gauge. And no, I'm. Yeah, I'm, it, it I'm fits. Trying, it's I'm just love to... tank sounds a little better than gas tank. That's all. <laughs> I guess so. I'm just trying to make it work. So that's really the topic that we're trying to go for here is is really the love tank within our relationship. And with that love tank or love bank, where we can be making deposits 
deposits or we can be making withdrawals. And so this week we want to really focus on the deposits versus the withdrawals, which is what we'll talk about next week. But really, it's interesting as we you know, we're talking about this topic in our own marriage and in our own lives. There's kind of came, there's this progression within a relationship, right? And and early on, we are heavily invested. Yes, in the dating years. Yeah, (laughs) so much so. Like we're heavily invested in finding out who the person is, uh, what their likes are. Spending money on them. Spending money on them. Spending money together. Like we are heavily invested into the relationship. And then unfortunately for some, uh, over the time of of a relationship and, you know, early into marriage, this uh, being invested, finding out things and trying things that, that can stay there. But Unfortunately, over time, there can be kind of familiarity sets in and we stop investing as heavily as we used to in the beginning and and kind of can lead to drift or lead to hurt. And and of course, it's always going to change. Like things look different at different stages and and the investment in the dating years in the beginning, it can look very different than the Mm. investment when you've been married, let's say five or 10 or 20 years, right? Because you've grown so much together. And so that can also change, but is the intentional Mm. investing still there even though it looks different but it's very easy in the beginning years to just invest because it's new and it's exciting and there's so much that you're trying to discover and there's the infatuation piece where you just feel like that other person is so perfect and so interesting Mm. and all those things so it's a lot easier it requires less effort in those exciting dating years yeah so are you saying like so we're married 21 years are you saying now it's more effort for you to uh <laughs> see the the excitement that I bring to no, is well, it's actually easier in a sense because I know you so well. That's true. Where in the beginning, it's like, well, would he like this? Would he not? I don't know. And you're trying to figure that out. It's just it's new, and yeah. anything that's new has that I don't know new feel, yeah. right? It's just different. Uh, whereas when you've been together longer, it's easier in that sense because you know, yeah. but it does require you to be intentional. Yeah, I'm glad that you went with the new feel and not the new smell look. You know, oh. like the you know, like you know. Uh, a new car and it's got a new smell into it or new shoes or right. Right, there's a new smell. So <laughs> I like that you went with new feel instead of uh, a new smell okay. uh, in there. So that was a, a safer. You're very good at choosing the right word as you well, describe you. things. But as we shared kind of the progression of a relationship, that was us, right? Like yeah. early on, we were heavily invested, uh, heavily wanting to know about each other and and asking questions and, and doing things together. And then for us, really over the years, in our marriage, we really drifted apart to, to a really dangerous place, a really dark place in our, our marriage. And where this came from was, you know, after we're married and I started making deposits elsewhere in terms of like sports and my hobbies and my interests your careers my careers at work and and things like that and for sometimes it was like together uh, you know sports and career trying to trying to mix those two together and so I was really heavily invested uh, in making deposits in those areas that our marriage really hurt because I was not investing uh, and making time and space for us as a couple so that was heavily on I was heavily invested with you or first on heavily invested in you and then as uh, familiarity set in it started to priority started to switch which led to sports and career being the the main focus for for me hey yeah for me it was a little bit different just our life situation like we had our family very young and we were still in university um well actually we had our first when we were in high school but then our second well we were still in university and so 
it's not like we had a lot of extra spending money. And so mm-hmm. for me, it was like, well, we can't spend money on ourselves. We can't go out for supper. We can't go to a movie. We can't buy each other gifts because there's no money. Right. And so for me, it, we, we would be being poor stewards mm-hmm. if we, you know, quote unquote, wasted money on that kind of thing. And so for me, there was that mind shift of seeing that as being a waste rather than an investment okay. because of our life situation. And so that really put this damper on being able to to enjoy Hmm. each other and spending and and investing in each Mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. So you talked about a mind shift. So really like this, again, there's a perspective change that that took place. Yeah, priority change. How did that look for you then? Because you're not there now. You're still wanting to be wise with our money and a good steward with our money, but definitely not in terms of where it used to be, right? You're willing now to have that realizing that to spend a little bit of money to have some fun still being good stewards but so so how did that perspective change take place for you for me i would say that really it was a shift of this is an investment right it's not just spending and gone and we had some fun it's i am investing in this relationship and so then it's it's worth it Hmm. it's worth the money it's worth the time it's worth the effort to invest Mm -hmm. in my relationship with you, in my relationship with our kids. And some things don't cost anything, Mm -hmm. right? Just to be kind, to be thoughtful. Go for Um, a walk. Yeah, yeah. Those kinds of things, they don't cost any physical money, but then other things do. To to go to a fun event, to buy a gift, things like that. And so some things do have a physical cost and other things don't mm-hmm. or not physical um financial mm-hmm. cost and so for me the the change came when i was realizing that this isn't just wasting or gone or it's just for the fun of it it is significant and important and worthwhile mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? In terms of like the perspective change that that took place, yeah. yeah. When I look back at it now, I would have to say like I had so much of my identity wrapped up in my sports and in my career, and so the perspective really came for me understanding because I would always like, how could I ever walk away from this? How could uh, who would I be? What does that look like? I wouldn't know who I am, and so I'd be thinking that I'm giving something up. But the perspective change that took place in my life was realizing I wasn't giving anything up. I was gaining so much more. I was gaining more time with you. I was gaining more time with our kids. I was gaining more time to be around the home, to then have time to invest in our kids, to invest in our relationship. And so for me, the perspective change really came from where I was spending my time and realizing that I'm not walking away from anything. I'm actually right. walking into something. I'm, I'm gaining by by this exchange taking place. And so that was really the expected or perspective change that took place for me as we kind of unpack this a little bit more in our own lives and learning how how to do it. And like you said, it, it's worth the money to invest. Just like for myself, it was worth the time to invest right. my time into these relationships versus my own relationship right. um, moving forward. So yeah, and it's probably going to look different for each and every mm. person, each and every couple, yeah, um, each and every parent with each kid differently. It, yeah. it, it, it it can and probably will look yeah. different. And here's the thing, because some we don't want someone to be like, oh, 
sports is all bad because you right. know look once he walked away from sports their marriage got all better no like sports are really good it was just that was something in our life in my own life that I needed to maybe just readjust and shift where I was spending my time and my priority that was something that we had worked on we had talked about we had agreed with as we were figuring out how do we make better investments or sorry how do we make better deposits in our relationship so I don't want anyone out there to think that we are against sports or that you know someone shouldn't be off playing sports and things like that that's not what we're saying we're just sharing our story and sharing some of the perspective change that took place in our lives from it yeah and for us it, it did come down to being honest about what are our priorities and do we truly have time because our priorities we can say that our priority is whatever we want to say but our priorities are what we do yeah and yeah. so to evaluate what is it that i'm doing am i prioritizing our marriage my relationship with my kids, discipling our kids and and doing all those things that are required of, of us in our relationships. Am I actually doing that or am I only thinking I'm doing that? Because I think for us, that's where we were at. We probably would have said, oh yeah, that's a priority. Oh, for but sure. our, our actions did not line up with what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would always say that our kids are our priority or our marriage is our priority. But then if you actually looked at our actions, there there may have been some contradiction. In may. What, <laughs> what, <laughs> I would say there was. <laughs> in what we were saying and, and what we were doing. So those are some of the things that, you know, as we processed it and, and our journey through it, uh, our marriage is healthier for it as we've had those conversations. And really just learning um, new life principles and having new life principles, uh, being intentional with our time. Uh, I can remember, you know, one of the things of in terms of being intentional with our kids, our daughters had a, a paper route. Uh, each right. of them had their yeah. own paper route for, 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 for a while, for not a too long. Time. Yeah, yeah. No, not too long. <laughs> the thing. one daughter lasted, a, well, over a year. She the did. other daughter only lasted a couple months. <laughs> she only lasted a couple months. That's right. The, uh, you know, the, the winter time of doing paper route around here was a little bit harder than the summer, but yeah. it's okay. Uh, we made it through. But the reason why I bring this up is, again, talking about priority and timing and things like that, I would take this time and I would join them. And not that they needed me to be on the paper walk with them. I mean, I would help. I'd carry. I'd help deliver papers, right. which did speed it up a little bit for them. But really, the whole point of it was I had an hour every single week with each one of our daughters to just talk about life. And sometimes we would talk about just really deep things that were going on in their life at school, with uh, with God, with friends. And other times we would just talk about a movie. We would talk about a right. show. We would talk about just the summer coming up, what we're planning and what we're looking forward to. Uh, but it was really a moment of time. And I look back on it. It was such a special moment that I had with our daughters once an hour each week with them uh, and, and just a time to connect and have fun. And when you're walking outside, it was just a lot easier to have conversation right. together. So yeah. where can we be intentional? Right. And, yeah. and where can we just join when we're talking about our kids? Where can we just join our kids where they're at? You know, the other day I was uh, babysitting. Is it babysitting if it's your niece? I never know like which one I'm allowed to. <laughs> You're hanging out with um, your niece. Hanging out with there my niece. Go. Yeah. Babysitting, I guess, is when you get paid. I definitely was not getting paid, <laughs> which I never would take money for hanging out with my niece. But yeah, I was hanging out with my niece. 
and I played hide and seek for 30 minutes. I'm not about to play hide and seek with our 17 year old. Now I would. In fact, we had this conversation with our, our daughter and she's like, well, dad, if there's Nerf guns, water guns, and it's 3 a.m., I'm all in. Let's play. Yeah. And so I'm not sure why she went with 3 a.m., but. I had something about the late hours that appeals to those teenagers. Yeah, she know. loves it. But again, being intentional is going to change uh, with our kids over the years as, right. as they change, as they get older. But what does it look like to be intentional in the spot that they're at as a parent? Yeah. Is a great question to be asking ourselves. Yeah. And for me, it's, um, ugh, I, I am a task person. I love lists you and do. I love getting those tasks done and crossing it off my list. And so for me, that being intentional means, you know what, maybe the list doesn't get done mm. and that's okay, but I'm going to take time to sit down and visit and have a, a meaningful conversation or watch a show, right? Yeah. It, for me, again, I'd be like, oh, well, that's a waste of time. Right. But shifting to being like, no, this is time where we can watch something, we can talk about it, we can maybe laugh, yeah. have that intentional time together that can be fulfilling, it can be fun, it can be silly, whatever it is, it's not a waste, it's right. an investment. And for me, again, that that really was a shift mm -hmm. in my thinking. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's been interesting as you've taken that shift in your thinking to sit with our girls to watch a movie with them or watch a show with them it's actually how would i say this has helped us to engage them in deeper conversation yeah uh like it's actually invited that's what i'm looking for it's invited that deeper conversation as we've invested in the friendship in other areas they have just opened up more to us and same with our son too uh he loves anything sports right mm -hmm. and so watching sports playing sports you just go outside play with them for a bit uh or watch a sport game with them he's just he's so connected and then they they're willing to just it's been an interesting journey they're willing to just open up it yeah. seems as we've invested in them where they're at so so that's one of the areas of our parenting that yeah. we've seen a change in and, and being more intentional in terms of again we're talking about making deposits in people's love tank and love bank and so that would be one area that we were intentional with our kids and we've seen such a growth in the love atmosphere of our home as we've done that what about each other uh, we've yeah. definitely seen some uh, been more intentional in each other's love bank but yeah where would that be or what have we done to help that area in our lives i would say well our weekly coffee days definitely have helped where we every week we go for a coffee we we do talk about like the just the the logistics of like what's going on in life and those kinds of things. We try yeah. to limit it to 10 minutes right. to get that kind of stuff done and out of the way so that we know that's taken care of. And then and then just to talk about deeper things, mm -hmm. uh, heart issues, what God is teaching us, how we're doing uh, emotionally, spiritually in our relationship to maybe have a fun topic where we can just laugh and talk about that. Those kinds of things definitely I feel have helped in being intentional and making those deposits and investing in each other that way. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And it's been it's been a learning piece because I probably would have early on in our marriage not have been a big fan of like trying to figure out how to sit across the table and have meaningful conversation. Right. Like, are you saying <laughs> I've got to share my feelings or I've got to open up or right? And but it's been this like I'm gonna I'm going to lean into this area because not only is it important for you and helps your love bank, but it's actually strengthened our relationship, which thus 
increases my love bank, right? Like right. both of our love banks as our relationships gotten stronger. So really learning how to lean in to those conversations together has, has been good. And I, I think one of the other things too is just learning to find shared activities because being busy, I, I really enjoy. I, I love doing things. I love playing sports, being outside. And so knowing that about myself and, and we've just looked for ways to do things together. Uh, so, you know, we've started canoeing together, which has been a lot of fun where we go for eight days uh, or five days, just different trips where we've been on the canoe in, in the wilderness and, and those things, or just, you know, eventually when we can just go for a canoe around a lake somewhere or something like that. And so looking for things to have shared activity has really been a, a key in in my life where you've really invested. And I, I've seen just or felt the love bank growing because it's like we're looking for ways to have shared activities uh, as much as I would you know love for us to go play tennis or some <laughs> sport against each other it just seems that my competitive nature takes over and you want yeah. me just to lobby the ball and to then you. I get mad because I'm like why are you being so mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like what are you talking about the whole point is to keep score I'm like I don't want to be competitive I want to like have fun let's see how many times we can get it back and forth <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so there's a few that we just have been like, you know what, maybe this isn't for each of us to go yeah, to. Yeah, we approach sports differently. Yeah, so let's go look for something that we can do together. Or hiking, that's been something that we've even introduced as a family and, and gone for hikes together. And, yeah. and so just looking for ways to really be intentional. We're looking for ways to be where both of us are finding things that are fulfilling and it's fun and it's creating memories, which... Again, isn't that what we did in the very first as we were investing in each other and, and staying inquisitive with each other and learning about each other and, and finding out more about each other, right? That's what part of what draws us together and, and builds that friendship. Yeah, so true. And so we've just started to do that again yeah. and look for new ways. It's changed. It looks different where we are. 21 years of marriage. Our shared activities, our conversations, our all that stuff, it looks different than our year one of dating. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because we've grown. We've grown so much in who we are as individuals. We've grown spiritually. We've grown emotionally, right? Like you talked about how that can be hard or it would have been intimidating early on to sit down and have a conversation about emotions, right? Because yeah. that, that's not something that everybody just knows how to do. It's a learned skill. It's something that requires practice to be able to put words and expression to what is going on inside of us. Yeah. And for a lot of us, we, we don't practice that. No. And so, yeah, it is something that looks very different but it required time it required effort yeah. to develop that for both of us right um right so yeah definitely making time for our friendship making mm -hmm. time for our spiritual growth together mm -hmm. making time for our sexual relationship mm -hmm. right and then just overall being kind being loving being thoughtful with one another mm -hmm. right making those deposits in each other's love tanks or love banks or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Not gas tanks. Yeah, so you're not no, supposed not, to call it a gas not tank. The gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it really does help with the friendship. It helps with the joy. It helps with the the aroma or the atmosphere, really the attitude yeah, of the home. Totally. And really God gave us relationships as an opportunity to show love and mm. also to receive love well, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. 
Totally. I, I love that. Yeah. The aroma and just having such a light aroma. That's really what it's brought into our relationship. And really, I think if we were just to sum this all up into one sentence or one phrase would really be what we are talking about is we are talking about putting love into action. Yeah. Right. That love is not just a feeling that we have. It's not just an emotion that we show the, that we experience. Right. It's not just a word it's we not, say. It's not just a word we say, but it's it's a what would that be? A noun and a verb? That that's it's a verb. It's an action. A, a verb yeah. is the action. <laughs> English not really my uh, forte in terms of <laughs> understanding the definitions of everything. Yeah. So it, it's love is a verb, and and what we're talking about when we're talking about filling the love tank of each other is putting it into action. And then we always, you know, recommend this or, you know what, we even do this in our own selves is let's take the guessing game out. Right. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> Ask the question of like, what does how can I fill your love tank or what does that look like for you? Or what does having shared activity mean to you? Like, what would it be? I don't know what the question is for all of our listeners for their conversation to have, but like we just encourage, and in our own marriage, we just take the guessing game yeah. out, right? As, as Christmas is coming or as anniversaries are coming, we just ask, are we buying each other gifts this year? Or, yeah. And what we usually do is we just, we end up buying like a big gift right. throughout the year. And yeah. then we're like, okay, that's our, birthday anniversary Christmas this year because that's what we've done yeah we don't typically like to do the you know unless we know for sure this is something the other person really wants the just going and buying a surprise type gift because yeah. I don't know for us we just felt like eh, I don't know if it's really worthwhile we want to buy something that we know we're gonna like and yeah, yeah typically is a bigger item yeah so that's just one area where I'm talking about like take the guessing game out yeah and and so in filling each other's love bank is take the guessing game out and so again what we're really saying if we were to sum it all up is that we are talking about putting love into action yeah completely that is how we fill each other's love tanks because when when we're doing that yeah our our relationships are going to be more love filled Mm. right it's going to have that joy and that excitement and that fulfillment because it's full of love Mm -hmm. and then that's what starts to overflow right Mm -hmm. into our kids and into our communities and and just in our homes which is a really beautiful thing and it's a lot more fun (laughs) yeah it is a lot more fun you're right you're right you know as we sit here and we're talking about this and putting love into action i think Think about the couple that is just in a really rough spot. Yeah. Um, and that listens there. to this for sure. I think you kind of have probably already picked up where I'm where I'm going with this. But they're listening to what we're saying, and they're just like, "You don't know my relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't know my spouse. How could I ever put love into action? They're really hard to love, or they're not invested, or whatever. Or they won't reciprocate. They, they won't, won't do yeah. it in return." This is such a great thing. Yeah, they won't. That's not a great. Like, good point. Uh, they won't reciprocate it. We've been there. Yeah. Especially early on, or like halfway point of our marriage, yeah, 13, thirteen years, years. In, into our marriage, I was not a lovable person, and it was really a step of faith for you to say, "I'm gonna love him, even though he doesn't." deserve it could you maybe just in a i don't know take some time but i'm just thinking of that couple that was where we're at and maybe they're listening and they're like what do i do yeah 
I think for me, it, it wasn't, you know, I, I don't want anybody to think I'm, this was something I did on my own. It was a journey that God brought me on. It took about six months of mm. diving into who God is and what his word, what the Bible says about love. And God just brought me on a journey of what is love. And through that process, I realized that love isn't just a feeling. Love mm -hmm. is an action and that we are called to show it. I actually came across a book called The Love Dare. Mm -hmm. And in there, there it's really a dissection of what is love. Well, love is patient. Love is kind. Mm -hmm. uh, love does not envy. It does not boast. And it, it goes through that passage of scripture in 1 Corinthians and, and, a, and a lot more. Mm -hmm. But it, And then it gives you kind of challenges to put that into action. And for me, that was so impactful because at that point, I didn't feel like I loved you. I didn't mm -hmm. I didn't um, have that desire to do it on my own, mm -hmm. but breaking it down was like, okay, well, I can do this, mm -hmm. right? I can, you know, do this challenge or this dare to show love and it's broken down into a small piece. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me to begin the process. And as the process went on, because it's, it's a 40 day challenge, I guess, um, the loving feelings, they did start to come as it went on. Mm -hmm. Now, thankfully, in our situation, it did affect you. It did right. change your heart. And you did eventually start reciprocating. And right. we were able to go to counseling and get help and deal with our issues. Mm -hmm. We realized not every couple has that experience. Mm -hmm. Some continue to turn away and drift. And, and it's so sad because there is help and there is hope. And when we're intentional and we surrender everything to God, we can find that healing mm -hmm. and the wholeness that God intended for marriage. But sadly, not everyone chooses to go that way. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful and just so, so thankful mm -hmm. that that wasn't our story. Right. But I guess that was a bit of our journey. Yeah, for sure. And I just wanted to maybe share a little bit about that because there could be a listener out there that is having that experience. Like, what's going to happen if I, I take that first step? And for in our relationship, it was you taking that first step first, actually towards God, yeah. and then unpacking what love is, and then taking the step of, okay, I'm going to faithfully love my husband, yeah. and I'm going to figure this out. And it, and it was a probably a really um, scary, potentially scary, and maybe like, like this really thin moment for you of, is he going to reciprocate it or not? And that was the decision that you had to make, that whether he does or not, I'm going to choose to love him and put this into action. Yes. Yeah, it definitely was a choice. And and again, if you hadn't reciprocated, I don't know. I don't know what would have been yeah. the next steps. Yeah that sure. that i that i took that i walked down yeah. but yeah I, it definitely yeah. was a step of faith in saying yeah. you know what i'm i'm called to love and so i'm gonna love regardless right um that unconditional love yeah. that sacrificial love yeah but in saying that there, there's still healthy boundaries right yeah, and and sure. if there hadn't been that again i'm not sure if i would have needed to put in some boundaries to say you know what this is mm. not healthy and it it were, I'm, I'm trying and we're working at it, but it's not progressing. And so mm. what do we do now? But thankfully we didn't have yeah. to, right? Like, honestly, like that we don't have to 
have that wonder what would have happened because thankfully I did reciprocate and God got a hold of my life and things changed and we went to counseling and, and now we get this opportunity to, to speak uh, help and hope into other couples' lives. But thank you for sharing. I, I just, as we were unpacking this, I just thought of that yeah, couple that's sure. out there that is in the dark area that we were in once before. And so wanted to just touch on that a little bit and maybe like you talked about the boundaries, maybe we look into that a little bit later, but in terms of another podcast, yeah, but next sure. week, uh, we're get, we are going to talk about kind of the withdrawals and, and probably really where we ended up in those dark seasons by making all the bad withdrawals. Oh yeah, we definitely had in those first 13 years of marriage, we were instead of investing and filling the tank, we were taking out of and we weren't ever replenishing. Right. And so, yeah, that's yeah. how you end up feeling empty and, and distant yeah, from each other. No, for sure. And so we're going to share that a little bit next week uh, moving forward. Hey, we're not sure if you've been picking up the vibrator. We have construction going on outside. All of a sudden there's like <laughs> yeah. this big, huge tamper. tamper. Yeah, they're tamping. No, they're tamping the, where they dug the hole and our, like our whole house is vibrating <laughs> as it's going. Uh, so for someone like me who always notices the squirrels running around outside, I've been like trying to stay focused here, <laughs> but knowing that like what is going on. That's funny because I didn't even notice. <laughs> So I just wanted to make mention of it. I don't even know if it'll be picked up, but it's just like, what is that noise in the background? They're tamping out there. So, hey, that's uh, what we wanted to share on kind of like the love tank and uh, the love bank and some of the practices that we've put into place yep. and the tools we've used. A little bit of our story of the pain and, and the hardships or the dark areas that we were and really how we've gotten through it. This is, and this is probably why this is one of the topics that is so dear to our hearts is because things really started to change first when when we laid down our lives and uh, you know and and um just loved each other sacrificially and unconditionally those things surrendered to god surrendered to god those things took place but then doing the hard work and figuring out what it looked like to make each other a priority what it looked like to put love into action in our own marriage and so uh, we want to end with these two questions for our listeners yeah Uh, why don't you throw it out there yeah sure So uh, the first question is, how are you doing in putting love into action in your marriage and in your parenting relationships? And then the second question to consider is, how do you see investing or making deposits play out in your marriage and in your parenting relationships? So two things to kind of think about and evaluate um, how how that's going in your relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we hope that you will enjoy that opportunity of just processing, thinking those things through. We just want to again, thank you so much for joining us this week and we'll see you next week. Bye.